Welcome. You are now tuned in to the Real Estate Investing Women podcast. Laura and myself, Liz, are a mother-daughter duo that has a combination of lifetime experience. With Laura having over 35 years of experience in the business, and I came in a little over seven years ago with a more modern and virtual approach to investing. Combined, we create a winning formula. We are dedicated to empowering women as they start or scale their own real estate investing journey. We offer a supportive community of like-minded women, up-to-date training and strategies, and showing you how to build a real estate investing business of your dreams around your lifestyle. We are going to share with you the real deal and real life experiences as it comes to real estate investing. Listen in, and today we will address a specific topic and answer your burning real estate questions. Be sure to email in your questions to be featured at questions at realestateinvestingwomen.com. Let's get started. Laura, legacy planning. Yes. <laughs> so we were we were talking about when we were thinking of new topics to bring up, one of the things that we are constantly told is, you know, we want to leave a legacy, generational wealth, stuff like that for our children. And so we were like, okay, well, let's create a whole week around this topic. So I'm going to let Laura start. I might ping in here and there. And then, yeah, let's just start. Let's get going, Laura, for all those of you that are already on. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to do a disclaimer. Okay. Uh, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a tax accountant. So this is just for educational purposes only. And also, you know, to, but please double check what I'm saying. This is from my own experience because I have established my own legacy and, uh, um, and I'm sharing with you the information, but like I said, please double check the information and don't rely strictly on what we say. Okay. Uh, with that said, uh, legacy, you know, it's one of the things is very tied to real estate, right? Because as you move on with life and as you start going into um, outside ways of investing, you want to leave something for people, posterity, right? And one of the reasons that as you get older, especially, I was joking with Liz and I was like, yeah, you're young. You're not worried about legacy yet uh, as much as I am, which, you know, I'm approaching the later part of my life. But with that said, this is something that has always to stay in the back of your mind. And if you think about, you know, um, real estate uh, families that had an impact, you know, like the Vanderbilts, the Rockefellers, all these old money family they still last to this day as far as their legacy because they've owned real estate. And there is still a lot of real estate that is owned by these families. Even if not the families, they left them. They left them as museums. They left them as uh, something for people to enjoy and society to view. So, you know, real estate, it falls into one of these investments that can be left to posterity. Our, our people donated buildings for museums, uh, donated uh, uh, hospitals, you know, Things of the nature. Even if you sit outside your own immediate family. But let's get into some of uh, the uh, recommendations or tips that I would like to do about legacy planning. Okay. Uh, the first of all is, uh, and this is good for uh, establishing, you know, especially if you start building a rental portfolio, is create a revocable trust or a living trust. 
Okay, so that's definitely something that you have to go into. And that goes also for asset protection for yourself in case you get a lawsuit or anything else, right? These assets become quote unquote untouchable because they're into a trust. So, um, and that also helps you to avoid probate. One of the reasons is avoid probate is because you have a trust. And having a will enough to leave properties to your heirs or whatever is not enough because a a will can be contested where a trust usually is not, okay? So create a revocable trust or a living trust. The second thing is outline your wishes. Who are the heirs and the beneficiaries um, that can be there, okay? So will is, um, uh, like I said, a will is good, but it doesn't uh, protect it because it can be contested, okay? So in, um, I, the way I did it is I have a will, but I also put inside the trust who is, got, who is getting what and what percentages they're getting of the real estate. So you can do it in a way that you can embed that within the trust. The third thing is um, invest in real estate for long-term planning. So, for example, you want to invest in realty for... Um, appreciation you want to invest in real estate for passive income you want to invest in real estate to leave a second or third or uh, other homes to your family and heirs right like going back to the vanderbilts right they own several properties and a lot of family they have a lot of money on several properties that's also by the way a good way for tax deductions tax deductions right now so if you anytime you buy real estate it, uh, you know, you have a depreciation, you have a lot of breaks. Again, talk to tax professionals. But also, this is a way to leave to your family and friends or even to donate to charity uh, pieces of property, right? So that's the thing that goes. So invest in real estate for long-term planning that goes from passive income to appreciation and, um, you know, over homes. Then also focus on now with uh, living buying properties for legacy. Also fo focus on paying off real estate. Um, you should pay off the mortgages, or you should get some type of mortgage insurance or life insurance to pay off the mortgages. Because if you start buying all this real estate, but you leave your heirs or whatever beneficiaries with the real estate with mortgages attached to that. That's kind of defeating the purpose, right? You're leaving overburden with them. So whenever you buy real estate, also plan to have it paid off or have some type of insurance that pays off the mortgages. Okay, that's very important. Um, also set up some type of management for this real estate. So if you're, you know, how is anybody managing? Because maybe you love real estate. You like to go there and manage your own real estate, but it doesn't necessarily mean that your heirs or beneficiaries are going to want to be doing that. So if they want to enjoy the benefits of their real estate, but they don't necessarily want to enjoy the management of real estate. So think about that as well. And uh, work with professionals who are doing this, okay? Don't try to cut corners and do it yourself. Uh, there are things online that say, oh, you know, you can create your own package or revocable living trust and stuff. This is too uh, important for you to take it yourself. So consult with somebody that does asset protection. Consult with somebody that specializes in taxes for asset protections. And you devise a long-term investment plan with professionals that know how to do this so it can be set up properly. So these are some of the strategies I wanted to highlight to you. Like I said, you know, it's 
just keep in mind, we went into very quickly, I kind of listed them, but so just to revise, create a revocable trust or a living trust that can help you avoid probate, outline your wishes uh, in a will, but also on the trust about who is gonna get the trust, the heirs and beneficiaries, uh, together with how much ownership. Also, one other thing I wanna add here is update your inventory. So as you add more properties into your investments, also those should be mentioned within the trust. Uh, invest in real estate for long time, time planning, either for passive income appreciation or uh, multiple homes, like second home, third home, and so forth. Focus on paying off real estate um, or obtain mortgage or life insurance to pay off the mortgages so you don't leave a lot of responsibilities to your heirs and beneficiary. Some type of some type of management that can take care of this real estate. And last but not least, work with professionals. They know what they're doing and can set up everything properly. And last thing is keep your um, trust paperwork within a safe or somewhere safe. I actually invested on a $2,000 safe to keep all my paperwork because that's not necessarily recorded anywhere. I have like a, a three ring binder, put it in there and it's in my safe together with my life insurance policies together with also my husband bought a, a plan for us to be buried and uh, all of that is in my safe because again, you wanna make things easy for your heirs and let your heirs know where it is number one and number two, the combo to your safe. <laughs> yeah, and one thing I would say on that too is have a copy somewhere else because we had a situation recently where someone had a safe, the safe was stolen, everything is gone, like the whole entire safe. Um, people can break in to your safes, even if they're not. So always having somebody else that has a copy somewhere in case something were to happen. Um, okay, so what we're gonna do now is, first, was this good information? And if so, what, what did you learn? What was your takeaways here? Because you know, we all talk legacy and generational wealth, but when you start doing real estate, that really comes in mind where you have to start thinking, okay, what if something happens to me? What's going to happen to my properties? Where are they going to go? Are my kids taken care of? Because another situation I had recently was there was nothing in place and everything had to go through probate. The kids had to pay a ton of inheritance tax, stuff like that. And that was a big issue for them. And so you really want to make sure that you set things up and you talk to somebody that can make sure your kids have the least liability when it comes to your properties and things like that. Okay. So a lot gets overlooked here. Laura, do we want to talk about the next workshop coming up? Yes. <laughs> so we have coming up actually just next week. It's coming up is the wholesaling workshop. This is one of the most requested workshops that we have and is about how to wholesale, but even more so how to do it virtually, okay? Now, also a lot of what we're gonna talk about in this workshop applies if you're also doing rentals, fix and flips as well, because we talk about how to find properties virtually and how to establish a business and systems and so forth. So this is applies across the boards when it comes to real estate investing. But yeah, definitely attend. We're gonna post a link here for you to go ahead and join. And the best of all of it, guys, is free. People don't be cannot believe how we, you know, share all this information for free. 
But like I said, we love to do this workshop and really empower people with this knowledge that can change life for them. So this is the first step to build a legacy, right? By real estate. So definitely attend the workshop next week. Yes, definitely. We'll talk about all of it and how to start making money immediately, all of that. So I hope that this was good information, things for you to think on as you start making money or already making money and already have rentals and haven't thought about what to do. Because we have a lot of students that already own a bunch of rentals that are already making a lot of money and probably haven't thought, okay, how do I apply this to what my kids are and leaving them with this, all of this business that I've built. So good things to have and good tips there, Laura. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody. And that wraps up another episode of our REIW podcast. We're thrilled to have you as a listener, and we hope you have found today's discussion helpful. If you're looking to take things to the next level or just get started in investing, consider following us on our social media. We are on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you name it, at Real Estate Investing Women. Or check out our website at www.realestateinvestingwomen.com. Talk to you soon.